thank God I noticed that. Wow, that could have been real bad. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to the feed room. Have we got a topic for you today? Oh yeah, we do. It's something we're all familiar with. Mm. Something we all have a love-hate relationship with. <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended. Modern day dating. And how it's a scam. Okay. Kind of, bro. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, bro. I don't disagree with it. I mean, yeah. It's a bold statement, but like, yeah. I feel like, I think this is so relevant mm. because everyone that I talk to right now is like so wanting a relationship. And I don't know why. Mm. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. On. But I feel like every second person is like, I'm looking for a relationship. Like I want to settle down. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like our age group. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, we're in our like almost, almost mid twenties. Yeah. Well, yeah. like I'm, I don't know whether I should reveal my age. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like not a sad thing, but like, I'm like 24. Yeah. I'm 23. And a lot of our friends are around our age Yeah, or older, to yeah. be honest. True. I don't think I've got many younger friends. Yeah. Except for our co-host. <laughs> Y'all know who you are. But I feel like... <laughs> Melatom tea. <laughs> but I feel like everyone is literally... They're really out here looking. Mm. It's weird. It's like the older ones are like, you know, time to settle down. Like, you know, I want to have a family and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, you think so. It's weird. But it's like <laughs> my age to settle down when I was like younger mm. in like my teenage years was like... I reckon by like 27, I want a family, I want kids. Mm. That's in three years, bro. (laughs) That's in three years. There's no way that's happening. Yeah, no way. Never say never, but like, I don't think so. Oh my God. No, literally, I I grew up in a like, pretty old school Arab household. Yeah. And my idea was like, I'm going to get married and have kids and be a housewife and thinking I'm going to be fucking married by 2021. God damn. Having kids by 23. I I am a child. I couldn't imagine carrying a child, bro. I still go around saying I'm a child. Oh, God, God yeah. knows how long I can use that for. But mm. I feel like it's, I don't know whether it like everyone's like maturing. Mm. I think that maybe that's it. Yeah. I think cause like girls obviously mature at a faster rate than boys. <laughs> I don't know what the dis- discrepancy between <laughs> it is. <laughs> But some take a lot longer than others. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's why I always... It's so funny when I see relationships where there's like a huge age gap. Mm. The people are like, yeah, they meet in the middle. And I'm like, maybe just grow up. I, <laughs> I used to find that weird. Yeah. But I get it now. Yeah, I do. And I to be honest, it. I can see myself being with someone who's much older than me. Like Beyonce had the right idea, bro. Yeah. <laughs> honest to God. No, nah, I even said to my sister, like, I'm like, I probably would end up with someone who's like older than her man. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no joke. She doesn't have a man right now. But like, I just see that happening for some reason. I just feel like the maturity is just a big thing. Yeah. I just, I just can't see anyone that wants a new mature guy. Oh, hundred percent. Or partner, period. I mean, maybe when you're younger, it's like nice to have someone who's like fun and like, oh, I mean, look, to be honest, you can be mature and be fun, but a person that maybe you probably put up with like the fights or the, Mm. or the like little stupid childish shit because you're younger, Mm. you know, and then you get older and you're like, what is your attachment style? <laughs> what trauma do you, do you know? Have? What to this day, I don't know what mine is. I don't even know how to what the categories are. I feel like yours would be maybe a. What are the categories? Fearful avoidant. I think there's anxious attachment. Uh huh. I think it's there's fearful avoidant, and then I think there's a secure attachment or something like that. Oh, there's three. I think so. Don't quote me on that, but I think like I anxious. Yeah, no, there is a test. 
I got, I think, a mix between secure and fearful avoidant. So I think when shit goes south, I'm just like, bye. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's 100% me. No, literally. And I think a lot of women are like that. Like, I know, I feel like that. I don't know if it's a bit of a bold statement, but mm. it could be that or like the anxious attachment style. Mm. I know that's definitely not me. I'm like, no, I, mm. one le- little red flag, I'm out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's fair. Like I know a lot of people that are like that. Like as soon as they see like a red flag or like a supposed red flag, yeah. they're just like, nope, that's not it. No, I'm not I, doing that. I, me. And like, I'm, I, I get it. Yeah. I understand it. But I feel like this is where like, dating kind of takes a bit of a turn yeah. and i think that this is why a lot of people or like the dating kind of pool is mm. different now because mm. it's like back in the day you'd meet someone face to face or like through other people <gasps> right i wish now it's so much more accessible yeah. so it's like i feel like these dating apps and stuff just make it so accessible and so disposable people so disposable True. so it's like when you find a defect you're like oh i can easily find someone else Right. There's so many options. Yeah. And that chase for like always wants, wanting something better. Yeah. And it's like, to be honest, mm. I, I think I was listening to a podcast and it was so true. It was like, it's really easy to fall in love. Mm. It's actually really easy to fall in love. Yeah. You don't need a perfect person because yeah. in your mind, when you want it, you'll make it work. 100%. So it's like falling in love is not hard. It's like keeping it. Yeah. So I think if you lack exercising the qualities of keeping a relationship, <clears throat> I feel like you're already a step behind yeah. because like, how are you going to sustain something long-term if you don't even know what you need? Oh yeah. No, you know look, what I mean? I think it's like people always say, it's relationships take work. They do, it's not just like, you might have this instantaneous connection and it's like so amazing. And you know, there's so much romance and, and people call it, oh, like the, the honeymoon phase and stuff mm. like that. But it's like, you just need to understand that like we actually got to work at this uh-huh. and if the, we run into issues you got to work through this and you know it might be ironic me saying that considering i'm like i hear i see one red flag see mm. you later mm. but i don't know i think there's definitely red flags you can't avoid 100 percent. like sorry I, that you can't accept am i saying yeah no it's like there's like another big <clears throat> one for me is like if it's out of boredom that yeah. you're dating or if it's like a legit 100%. thing hundred percent that's a big one you can always tell yeah you can because it's like they they don't have that quality yeah that deeper quality i feel like the the easiest way to tell if it's like a bored thing or not is they're very willing to like well i found that it's very easy to let go yeah of them yeah i dating is a really difficult one for me why because i think i definitely have this quality for my mum where i kind of just wear my heart on my sleeve Mm. and i am also very straightforward and a little bit old school Mm -hmm. um so I'm always torn between actually before I get into that I yeah I'm a little bit old school in the sense that like I like meeting people in real life same you know I don't want to meet you through a dating app or through social media and look sometimes you do meet people through social media whatever Mm. dating apps but also another thing that people found weird about me that I've noticed is that if I meet someone out I'll go on a date with them like three days later Mm. and people found that really weird like oh you don't even know them I'm like look I've done my little background checks okay Mm, got them on social media you have to you gotta be safe like I've done all that but it's weird if I go on a date straight away I'm sorry that's what they did in the old school days and also I think me maybe it's an immaturity thing but I actually I get bored easily like I can't sit there talking to you for a month before Mm. I see you like it's like I will get bored and I will not entertain it and I find it crazy because in modern day dating I've found that hookup 
culture. People are okay with me- like maybe some people are okay with meeting up. They sorry, they've just met someone on Tinder and they've decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to sleep with this person. Mm. And then like they've never actually met before, but the first night they meet them, they sleep with them. But then yeah. the same people are actually coming to me and saying, I've had like literally three times the same type of people said to me, "Oh, you've only just met them." I'm like, "Yeah, but you've met up with people and you've slept with them." That's really weird. The first night you've met them. So, yeah. I, I don't see the difference really, mm. you know? I feel like it's like it's just normalizing things yeah like it's so much more normal to meet people through apps than in real life so yeah. when you actually go through with it like mm. the, the the process of meeting someone like on an app is kind of like yep you talk if you vibe for like the five minutes you talk yeah then you'll meet them but like in real life it's like oh i don't understand why the the talking period becomes so much more extended yeah. i feel like it's like oh you need to meet them you need to like see them a couple of times and you have to get them on social media and then you have to talk mm-hmm. and then you can like date yeah. i don't know why it's like that i agree like again for me it's always a i'm quite quick with it i'm not quick in the sense that like i get into a relationship quick it's Mm. just i meet people and i have friends that are like this that you know they'll be talking to someone for months or seeing someone for months at a time Mm. but then they never like they haven't really become official Mm. and i've seen it happen so many times with people i know and you do you like i'm not going to sit here and tell you what you can and can't do yeah i just know for me and in like my experience and the way i like things Mm. if i was a month or three months into seeing someone and they didn't know if they wanted to be my boyfriend mm. i'm gonna question that and be like what how do you not know by now mm. if i'm spending time with you unless you're like you know living an international lifestyle and mm. like you don't see each other very often and all that sort of stuff mm. so me and my best friend were talking about this mm. phil and we were just saying how like you know that type of situation where you're seeing each other maybe like once a month i get that mm. but if you're seeing someone like quite consistently you know every week two weeks you know, you talk every few days over text or call or whatever. Mm. And you're three months in mm. consistently seeing each other exclusive, but you don't know, you're not sure. Yeah. <sighs> Me personally, I would question it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone's really different. Like yeah. I am super slow with that kind of yeah. stuff. So like I, this is like another thing I was going to touch on. When you're like, for me, the thing that I need when I'm dating someone mm. is like, I kind of need them to feel like my best friend. Yeah. Like, I don't want someone who I explicitly put in, like, I'm dating you. Yeah. You're not my friend, I'm dating you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, 100%. It needs to be a mix of friend and partner. Yeah. I want to be able to hang out with you and do normal things with you. Absolutely. And also like, you know, go and like snuggle at the end of the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Or even like bring them to functions and stuff like that with the other friends. Yeah. And I you think know? that that's like, I think that's where it ties in with that. It's like, that's why I take a long time because I'm like, I need to be sure of that. Yeah. Because otherwise I don't want, I don't like jumping into things because yeah. it just makes me a sus. I don't know <laughs> why. Sucks. I feel like it's a super big red flag if someone's really keen to jump into something really Very quickly. quickly. It's like love bombing. Yeah. You know, that vibe, narcissist. It's too much. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like once I recognize that, I'm like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. So I feel like the length of it, is just really dependent on, I don't know, a lot of things. Yeah. And would you say like, how do you feel in terms of like dating now? Like, do you think that it should be like a, it will happen when it happens or is like, oh, well, I'm actively looking for it or what do you reckon? I don't think actively looking ever works. Mm, I agree. To be honest. I absolutely agree. I think if you're actively looking, you're going to attract the wrong type of people. Yeah. It's, I don't know why, but people just recognize that energy. And that's the type of people you're gonna attract. It's not like the ones that you typically, I find 
it's not the ones you typically want. Mm. And like, so I think the best like thing is to just let it come to you and let it find you. I agree. And I think even um, in terms of like attracting the wrong ones, like mm. I'm so, I'm such an advocate, not advocate. I'm such a big believer in that mm. in the sense that like, this is why a lot of the time you see like these lovely guys or girls mm. and then they end up with a really toxic partner uh-huh. and i think sometimes i'm not saying it's their fault mm. but because of maybe sort of past traumas you actually start to subconsciously attract these people mm. because it's almost like you don't know any better and you don't think you deserve any better mm-hmm. and i know even for me like for a little while before i did that like a little stuff healing and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah I would attract a certain type of guy mm-hmm. and then I've gone, oh, okay, no, this is why that's happening. Yeah. I'm not saying like it's your fault, but it's like sometimes it's important to kind of look within and see why do I keep attracting these people? It's like, well, what's actually going on? What's, what's the, what is there deeper inside? Question. Mm. Would you date someone that is completely like different to your friends? It's not like they're closed minded to them. But they're just completely different. So, like, your friends are, like, you know, outgoing. They're, like, going out and stuff. Would you date, like, someone who works in an office and Mm. is a massive homebody and loves to, like, you know, play games and stuff in their spare time? It's a really hard one for me because I'm also big on, like, they should be, like, my best mate. Yeah. And I think – I wouldn't say it's, like, the determining factor of whether or not I date somebody. But I do think the person that I see myself with, Mm. I would want them to be, like – like me in mm. terms of personality and like my friends because yeah. I would want I would even like you know uh, someone I dated in the past like he integrated really easily into my friendship group yeah. and it, was, it wasn't like those situations you know those couples that just do not leave yeah. like each other's side yeah. and then it's like sometimes you feel like you got to invite the partner just because you're you know you feel bad they're joined at the hip yeah. yeah yeah and like I don't I don't like I literally have friends who are in relationships and I invite them because I actually love them as a person like mm. and that I love that and yeah. th- that's how it was with my ex like mm. he literally my friends would invite him because like he was good value like mm. he, he would be he would have a fun time he was hilarious yeah. like we were just on the same wavelength you yeah. know what I mean yeah. so I think for me personally I would prefer that mm. I wouldn't think it's like a determining factor though mm. you know because I was gonna say like I feel like Another thing that I would like look for mm. is kind of being able to turn to them like and just talk to them. Yeah. And for them to understand what I'm saying. Yes. Because there's one I feel like not everyone is gonna agree with me with on this. Mm. But like there's one being able to talk to them. Yeah. Um, can and the conversation can you even have a conversation with this person yeah and can they be like you know can they actually listen mm. and like sit there and be you know be empathetic and yeah. like take it in but then there's another side of it where they can actually really empathize and get what you're saying yeah and be able to console you or like reassure you of what you're telling them like if i'll use the same example if like i was dating that you know the gamer guy that doesn't really go out whatever even though i'm a hermit yeah i'm still like an intro extroverted introvert yeah yeah introverted yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so i still like hang out with people and if i had problems with like with my work that was like completely out of his field yeah i i wouldn't really want to talk to him about that because i just feel like he wouldn't be able to like help me you know, it's crazy because I was literally having a conversation with my best friend the other day. He said to me, well, he's a fellow creative as well. Uh-huh. So he was saying, I'd be interested to know, like, would two creatives together mm. work well 
or would it be like you might maybe potentially butt heads and I, I think it works same thing with per, same personality are you mm. going to butt heads or are you going to work well together mm. and then he was saying you know for someone directly in my industry yeah. oh you know that's competition yeah. but it's so funny because we were literally talking about that it's like being with someone who is kind of you guys are similar mm. there is that understanding there and you yeah. can actually talk about things it's like I, I get it it's like mm. well I may as well not really talk to you because now I have to explain every little detail for you to actually understand it and grasp it properly yeah it's not even but like it's not even that it's mm. kind of just like are you actually going to get it yeah do you know what I mean like yeah. even if I understand everything are you going to understand the weight of like what I'm talking about yeah do you know what I mean no I hear you but I definitely agree like I feel like there is obviously like the competition mm. but I feel like it's just a different level of understanding I yeah. think that needs to be there and that needs to be present how do you feel about astrology <laughs> and compatible signs. <laughs> so I am a Virgo, so I think no. Um I do not think that it's a thing. Yeah. I think like obviously like it's a bit of fun. Yeah. Like I like looking at it and being like, oh my god. Yeah. But like I don't think it's I just don't think it's a thing. Yeah, look, to be honest, I think for me, I've heard that there's like compatible signs and stuff like that. Mm. I wouldn't go purely based on that though, if I'm seeing somebody. <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't date a Scorpio man. That's the only one I could, oh, sorry. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, bad experience. While, while we're there, Aquarius men. <laughs> I think that's my moon, actually. Aquarius, Aquarius. men, though. Yeah, that's true. You see, like, my sister's a Scorpio, and mm. I'm on the cusp of a Scorpio. Mm. So it's not that I'm wrong with Scorpio. It's Scorpio yeah. men. <laughs> But again, it's really always dependent on, like, I don't base it just on that. Of but course. I hear, like, Libras and Geminis are really compatible and Libras and Sagittarius are really compatible. Yeah, right. And so many of my close friends are Saggies. Really? Like, so many of them. And it's, like, the same wavelength. Like, it's just insane. Wow. Yeah. My sister's super into that. Yeah? Like, she loves it. I she, love that. And I'm just like, bro, I don't even fucking know when their birthday like, is. Like, that's not the on? first thing I ask them. Like, When's are you your serious? Birthday? Yeah, she's like, when's her birthday? I'm like, how the fuck should I go on Facebook? I literally rely on Facebook. Facebook. (laughs) It's a funny thing to learn about. Honestly, I love it. But another thing with modern day dating, Mm -hmm. I was talking earlier about how I'm a little bit traditional. Mm -hmm. I think like because I grew up in an Arab household, my dad was like the provider man, Mm -hmm. like, you know, paid all the bills. My mom, she's got an education, she's got a master's degree, but she was like the housewife. She Mm. did the cooking and the cleaning and that sort of thing. And my mom, she loves that, honestly, Mm. like it's a different generation. Mm. And and I think truly, yeah, I think truly like she, she's just such a giver. And I know that she gets joy out of it. Even to this day, like she'll Mm. be cooking for us. She's like, oh, you know, I made you lunch today, Lulu. I'm like, oh, mom, like love you. I miss the cooking gene, but anyways. Um, <laughs> so, like, I guess I grew up around that. But then, so in saying that, my parents also raised very strong women. Mm. Like, there's four of us kids, two boys, two girls. Mm. And me and my sister, like, we have opinions mm. and will be heard. Like, yeah. we're not, we're not, we don't shy away from that shit, yeah. you know? And one thing that I'm always seeing on my TikTok, and I don't yeah. know if it's just a me thing, but the divine feminine and masculine. Uh-huh. Okay. And so essentially they're just energies like the masculine energy and the feminine energy and they're meant to complement each other. So whether it's like a same sex relationship or, you know, um, boy and girl, whatever, it's like you have a masculine energy and a feminine energy and apparently it's meant to just complement each other and that's how it works. Yeah. I became so hyper-focused on it because I was like not convinced that that's, I don't know how to explain it. No, I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) So my thing is, is that 
I do think when it comes to dating, mm-hmm. I'm very in touch with my feminine side mm-hmm. and I take pride in that. And I think that I'm very, a very feminine woman. Yeah. And it also, it's your definition of femininity too. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm like, let's say in my, my work zone, yeah. and like, you know, boss bitch, whatever. Yeah. I would say I'm probably more in touch with my masculine energy. Yeah. Okay. And I think for the longest time I had this, this mindset and this mentality that I can do absolutely everything on my own. I don't need a man. I don't need this, whatever. Yeah. In a way, I don't know. It kind of, I think for some guys it gave off that vibe that you're too masculine for me. And then, so I started to question myself and I go, okay, I need to be more in touch with my feminine side. I need to be like, I don't want to emasculate a man and all this shit. Right. And then I started thinking even more, I'm like, is it all bullshit? Because I do agree to an extent. I'm also like old school in the sense where I want someone to, pay for the bill like mm. it's not that i'm some guys out here really thinking like we're just trying to get a free meal like dude no I, yeah <laughs> it's just that's 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 my that's my thing personally i and feel like the masculine feminine i think it's definitely prevalent yeah right i think it's 100 percent a thing i think the way that it's interpreted is very different yeah person to person elaborate so in the olden days mm. in the olden days <laughs> <laughs> this is when you know i'm deep in thought <laughs> When, like back in the day, like when our parents were dating, for example, masculine feminine reflected ego. Mm. And it was very like the man will pay or, you know, the dominant person will pay and pick them up. Mm. And I don't know, like choose the place to go to or like whatever. I don't know if that really reflects the same in this day. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't think it's so much masculine feminine yeah. anymore. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's always an, like, an innate response yeah. to that. I feel. I just like, regardless of what kind of relationship you're in, I always feel like there is a, a masculine, feminine, dominant, submissive, whatever. Mm. I just think that. But I think it's reflected in different ways. I think that it's more mixed now. Yeah. Like... I, for example, honestly, never expect a guy to pay for mm. me ever. I would, I like it when they do, yeah. but like, I will never expect it. I will never expect to be picked up. But in saying that, I do have a bias in my head of like whether I do that for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm still playing on that like masculine feminine. Yeah. But it's like, it's definitely not like a prerequisite when you're dating yeah i think it's just not black and white anymore to be honest 100 you know and i think it's just your personal preference i know for me like i'll always offer him mm. at dinner mm. you know um but if i offer and they actually want me to i probably won't see them again like that's just me i'm hardcore like that really? like yeah now nah, and i do not care i will say that because it's like that's just something that i like you know i think it's based on for that specific scenario mm. It's whether they ask me or I ask them. Because I've asked guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's another thing. I won't ask them for the first few dates. That's just, again, I like like to be chased. Yeah. But I think the thing is, right, with chasing, I think that people have this, like, bad idea. And they think, oh, that wasn't really good English. Um, (laughs) If you want to be chased, you actually need to be interested in the guy. Don't just let them chase you and you don't, you're not actually interested. <laughs> I find that I see that happen a lot. It's like they'll let the guy like keep coming after them, coming after them, coming after them. And it's like, I'm actually not interested in you though. It's just fun. I actually disagree. I think that if I've seen this so many times, mm. when someone wants to be chased, mm. 
oftentimes they're not interested. Yeah, see, I, I disagree there because I know, I know I'm the opposite. But again, it's what you've it's experienced. De- it depends. And, yeah. It's, it's kind of like because like if you like someone, mm. it's really hard to not show them attention and mm. affection. Yeah. So it's like you're honestly putting it you're just putting it on if you're mm. trying to be chased in that sense when you like someone and they like you back oh yeah yeah no no i think sorry i should have clarified better what i was trying to say was that i won't be the one i think my definition of chasing is maybe different mm. like if i'm interested in a guy mm. and he wants to and i want to see him and he wants to see me mm. i'm probably not the first one to be like hey let's do this tonight Oh, hey, let's go on this yeah. date. I want them to do that and take yeah. the initiative, but I will always reciprocate. Why is that? It could be a combination of things, like what, the way I kind of like an, grew up, mm. and also maybe reflecting on that div- uh, feminine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think also it could be maybe I have just not had a good experience if I've made the first move, so it's right. kind of like scared me. Yeah, you know, I, maybe it just it just doesn't suit my style. Like even I was speaking to Asia, mm. one of my friends. And she's like a straight shooter, yeah. you know, and that works for her. Mm-hmm. And I love that it works for her. Yeah. For me, on the other hand, I'm like the opposite. I'm, I'm more of a, I like kind of allow the guy to just be like, this make is. Make the move. Yeah, you make yeah. the move. Again, it, it's all, it's, it's about those energies. But I think for me, it's like, it, it can't, it's just not black and white anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's so many, I see so many videos about people talking about these energies and that being the defining factor and it's like there's so much to it though there is so much to it yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot you know another thing that i learned about yeah the female and male gaze as in g-a-z-e yeah and i found it so interesting Mm. because i never understood it until i saw these tiktok videos really yeah and it'd be like explaining what what it is like male versus female and it was this idea from my understanding that you the way that you perceive a male versus how a male perceives oh sorry how a male thinks that a female perceives them so for example a guy i'm not saying all guys are like this Mm -hmm. but a guy who trains at the gym and is super super bulky and like you know can deadlift 200 kilos be like yeah like this chick's gonna think i'm so hot because like i have big muscles whereas Mm. like the female gaze is like oh i like the guy who's like really really funny or you know the guy who's really poetic or whatever it is it's like a a different perception you know it it was really interesting to me because i think it's always your own personal opinion yeah but i felt like i could relate in so many situations (laughs) it's like i think that that's a really big thing i've Mm. read about this like fucking years ago oh shit so you know about it for a while yeah. no, this is new to me but like when i was reading about it, it was obviously back like in the renaissance like yeah. time right so it was like back then it was really obvious as to what the male and female gaze was there was not really i don't think there was too much of a female gaze because it was a very patriarch uh, um it was like more of a patriarchy yeah so like men were more to be pleased kind yeah. of thing. so like paintings often depicted this isn't this isn't definitely like it wasn't just females that were depicted like this but they were often depicted like in a specific way Mm. like they were obviously um more or less painted in a specific way they always looked somewhat similar like i can't really remember seeing anything that depicted a bigger lady or like a super skinny lady yeah they always looked very similar yeah so that was kind of this the, the the gaze the fem- the male gaze. Yeah, the male gaze mm. back in that day. Mm. I think now it's so much more obscure or like not as clear, I should okay. say. I feel like there's a male gaze in different 
groups mm. if that makes sense okay. like i've spoken about this with my friends all the time like yeah. i feel like there's just specific people that i attract and yeah. that attract that i'm attracted to yeah and there's just other ones that i just don't even consider yeah and it's like i think that that's kind of the modern day like interpretation of that yeah so on insta it's mm. massive mm. it's like pages where it's like have you seen those pages where it's like Oh, like um, Aussie girls or something. Oh God. It's like, no. Okay, that sounds really bad. That was a really bad example. But like, let's say just like beautiful long hair chicks. I can't think of a good example. These sounds yeah. really bad. It's okay. But like they put a specific kind of figure yeah. on a pedestal, these pages. Mm. And they, I don't know. I'd love to see like the analytics of the page and yeah. what kind of people follow. Yeah. Because like... I could guarantee you that there's more, it's not going to be an even spread. Mm. It's going to be more or less one type of group of people yeah. that follow that page that yeah. ide- idealizes like a specific look. Yeah. See, I think I know more about it in terms of like what a woman likes about a man, if that makes sense, as mm-hmm. opposed to like the idea of like the opposite. You know? Yeah. That I actually hadn't heard of. Like I, I'm, I'm, like it's a really interesting take and like for it to go back to the bloody renaissance times wow but it's just i feel like it makes such a difference because obviously a few things come into into play with that it's like what you're attracted to like you said Mm. and what guys think that you not what guys think but i think that you know yeah from from my understanding like i never really understood that side of it like with the with with the women but it's just really interesting because you know you said earlier how it's like what you're attracted to but Mm. it's so funny to see like how a vast majority of guys think that we think a certain look of a dude yeah or what he does is attractive when in reality it's what they don't expect and i think that's like something i find really funny yeah yeah and i think that a lot of women would actually like from what i've seen have agreed it's like oh yeah well i probably i actually don't care you know what kind of car you drive i'm not saying all women like this Mm. this is just like a small example yeah you know but i care about this and then some guys might perceive that as like actually more feminine Mm. it's really weird what do you think like derives what a man or like what a more masculine person would deem to be a good representation of the male gaze female gaze wait (laughs) sorry Sorry. say that again (laughs) what do you think determines what males think Mm. of a perfect female gaze i don't know i feel like they're going based on what they like it's like they think that's very selfish (laughs) that doesn't make any sense it's like i feel like they think because they like big muscles, mm. they think, well, girls are going to love big muscles. You know what I mean? I'm not, that's a really, really like, stupid example. But mm. it's just, you know, like, it's not that at all. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's almost like they, they, they're they going based on what they like. So Do you know what? Like, Do you know what? Sorry, sorry. Mm, that's I didn't okay. Well. The first thing that comes to my mind when this kind of stuff comes up mm. is like even when I'm talking to my male friends and I'm listening to like what they what they experience like when they're dating and stuff like that, mm. the first reaction is often a very innate reaction mm. and it's a very ego driven one. Oh, and <laughs> <He's> bloody ego. <laughs> and it goes back to a lot of the time, like mm. with the friends that I've kind of spoken to, mm. trying to portray themselves as bigger in a yeah. sense where it's like. 
they're like on top of it or like they can handle it or mm. they're stronger or like they can they'll just go to the gym and just like get over yeah. it do you know what i mean i feel like that's like the innate thing so i feel like it's a lot easier to just be like yep this is the type of person my partner would want yeah like a big strong like stable person yeah when in reality it's so different now mm. and it's like that's not always the so case many layers to this stuff man i know even like i, I dissect this shit to the fucking no, I bone lo- i love no i love these conversations because it's just like it's obviously so much more complex now mm. i i just think it, you know you look at marriages and how like they last because it's like you know there's maybe certain things you'd put up with mm. with your partner mm. and people are willing to work through massive red flags massive issues in a relationship and mm. and it's it's just a different generation now and i think it's better that you know you don't work through things that are actually really bad for you mm. you know but i also do think that like we said earlier about mm. that whole you know relationships take work and everything like yeah. that it's i think sorry one thing that i think that people are very quick to rush into i i've found i don't want to say people everyone you know but i've found that people are quite quick to rush into getting engaged or getting married or having children or whatever it is and if that's what you want to do absolutely go for it mm-hmm. but it's almost like i've noticed that people are okay with it because it's like oh it's all right if it doesn't work out i'll just get a divorce i don't know i just feel think, so much more disposable yeah i think just for me like that's why maybe i'm very selective and very picky because i'm like i don't want to have to go through that mm. you know i've seen that mm. happen so many times it's a pro and a con having mm. a, like a bigger pool to choose from yeah i have a question mm. do you think you need to be fully healed to be able to pursue a solid relationship i don't think you need to be fully healed it's definitely necessary though to be aware yeah if you're not even aware Mm. then no it will be difficult though i think like regardless if you're fully healed that's amazing because i feel like it's selfish to jump into something knowing that you have um an issue you need to work through and then jump into something and subject someone else to that knowing that you have it it's true it's true it's like it's again it gets really complex because it's like you know obviously everyone's always got baggage and everyone's always got trauma and all that sort of stuff and i agree i used to be a big believer it's like no i need to like heal myself and work on myself yeah and it's like are we ever really truly completely healed like are we no and even if you are and you say you are amazing like i'm not going to take that away from anybody Mm. but also i do think that like I, i agree it's a necessary thing because then it's just going to start showing up in your relationship and then by this point it's a little bit of self-sabotage I reckon. yeah i mean like healing i don't think is ever just like getting over something yeah it's like knowing Plain how to deal simple. with certain things yeah and, and understand triggers and how you can work through those definitely and, it's an know? ongoing thing and yeah. it's also just developing as well yeah like once you've healed once you think you've gotten over that hurdle like there's no no one's saying like you have to stop Mm. you know what i mean like be the best person that you can be and if you really love your partner or like you know you want to like really thrive like i feel like continuously like being a better person is never like a bad thing yeah i absolutely agree all right should we do a segment yeah let's Let's do it all right so i asked what was the worst excuse you used to get out of a date (laughs) <laughs> some of these are wild all been there <laughs> wait quickly what's yours what what's yours mine yeah i think i just didn't rock up <laughs> i think i genuinely was just like i don't think i'm gonna do this yeah. mine was um 
I I had a fight with my mum. Yeah. That works. It works. It kind of does. It does. You can't fight. You can't, it's your family, you know? It doesn't to that. This one says, sorry, my friend got stabbed and he's waiting at mine. <laughs> what? That is so intense. Why would you do? There are so many other things you could have said. <laughs> my friend got stabbed. Yes, we have to put a bleep on that. He's waiting at mine. <laughs> Not only has this traumatic event happened, but he's also come to my house. Yeah. He didn't go to, you know, the hospital. Nah, fuck that. I said my car broke down. I'm a passenger princess. That's one way to get them to pick you up. I mean, that's fair as fair. Um, oh my God. My, oh, Okay. <laughs> My nan had a heart attack and I had to go see her in hospital. You bro, can't you lie can't. about this shit, That's, bro. Like, you know what? I'm a big believer. Like, you, you could, like, low-key speak that shit into existence. Literally. Like, I get scared about that nah, stuff. No, you can't make that shit up, nah, bro. No, literally. I, <laughs> That's God. bad. That's like, bad. no. Um, <laughs> sorry, my twin set me up. So, she's this girl. <laughs> she's a twin. <laughs> Saying that, <coughs> saying that when you don't have a twin. Could <laughs> you imagine? Uh, Lily, you don't have a twin. Uh, you, you don't know that. I'm actually using that. I'm using that. Fuck I love that. that. Do it. Okay. I had to reorganize my dad's sock drawer. Literally may, just have, may as well have said, go fuck yourself. Literally. Someone said, I have COVID. That's a good one. That's, that's, a, that's not even imaginative. That's like, actually... <laughs> get more creative everyone's used that yeah that's actually very true but yeah i've used okay. that like three times in- someone's like i haven't made any excuses on my behalf but i've been ghosted multiple times <laughs> my heart we wouldn't ghost you like my that heart. aisha i fainted in the middle of the street okay a bit dramatic <laughs> i'd go there yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't go to the gym this month so i really need to go today sorry <laughs> Signs up that day to go to the gym. (laughs) Fucking hell. Oh my god. I just remembered that Netflix asked me if I wanted to continue the next episode. I forgot to say yes. Okay. Fucking slap in the face. I have a mate from here. He's from Perth. He's like, had a family emergency back in back in Perth, so I had to get the first flight back over. That's like a lie that you have to follow up with. Literally, it's like, if you don't post a story in Perth, like, done. Yeah, no. I have to drive my mum to the car dealership so she can... Sorry. I have to drive my mum to the car dealership so she can pick up her car. The response was, I thought you did that last week. (laughs) (laughs) Said someone. Me, actually, like... (laughs) You set yourself up. She gets a lot of cars. You... So next question we asked was, what is your I quit dating story? (laughs) The amount of responses that were men in general. We were inundated. (laughs) Seriously, I got like six responses from people. (laughs) Like men in general. I'm like, ooh. God damn. Um, Someone said, driving two hours to see a guy just for him to make me buy my own burger. I was so broke at the time as well. I swear I only had like $20 left in my account and I spent it on a fucking burger. (laughs) I was done. (laughs) 
That's rough. <laughs> That's fucking rough. Oh my you god. You drove two hours. Two hours? Oh. But fuck. honest to God, what do you expect two hours away, bro? Yeah. I mean, fair. Fuck, fair. that's rough, though. Oh, one of the boys is like, I dated a woman. <sighs> Rude. <Sorry. laughs> I'm kidding. Spent two consecutive weeks at my house, slept over and all, only to go to dinner with the girls and find out he had a girl, a girlfriend who was heavily pregnant with their first child. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I am so sorry. That is Stayed up. two weeks at her house. Wow. Two weeks. He has a baby mama and he's staying at another woman's house for two consecutive weeks. Watch me rock up to your baby mama's house mm. and find us both best friends. <laughs> Watch me. I'm the auntie now. Oh my God. <laughs> You're the babysitter. <laughs> Oh. I mean, five days. <laughs> Saw my ex cheat on me at the club and forgave her that same night within two hours. She then went on to cheat again with her ex that abused her for years. I should have put a trigger warning in that. Fuck me. Trigger warning. Put that before. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Holy wow. shit. Wow. This is like real. Oh. <laughs> He's going to bang her after and banger. Out. Got picked up from the date by her ex-boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend picked her up from a date. Oh my God. That's fucking rough. That is rough. I don't understand. Why is like... You have so many people you can call. So many. Oh God. Why your ex? Both genders are just just as bad at this stage. I swear to God. Is Is it more girls or boys? I think so far it's been... Pretty even. Pretty even. Yeah. Fuck, man. Okay. I was seeing a guy for six months. He met his parents. He met my friends. We crossed over into I Love You Territory. He was at mine two to three nights a week. I'm at his two, at his two to three nights a week, meaning for coffee or lunch breaks type thing. I assumed, making an ass out of me and you, that we were pretty official. Taking me away to, taking me away to his coast house on weekends, etc. Jokes. He was using Tinder next to me while I was asleep the whole time seeing other girls and he said i'm sorry if i if i ever made it out like i was ready for a relationship oh no six months who the fuck is this guy i just that makes me so angry it makes me so i don't know what made you think that i wanted a relationship that's got me dumbfounded nah but i'm literally like beside myself like what (laughs) someone messaged me (laughs) And said, last time we went out. <laughs> no. That's the end of the polls, everybody. <laughs> no. oh I'm not toxic, days. I swear. Okay. God, damn. And then I think that was. That's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one. Mm. When did you know that you were in the friend zone? Yep. Yeah. I'm keen to hear these. Yeah. In high school, I used to talk to this one girl. Let's call her Y. Me and Y would talk every single day after school until late until late at night and all, all social media apps. Over time, I started to like her, but I remember the moment I knew was, I was in the friend zone was one day when she told me after I'd asked her what she was doing, she was going to the beach with her friend and two guys. It was a double date. <laughs> oh, that's fucking rough. Sorry, bro. Oh, man. Oh, oh no. At that point, you just got to assume. Yeah, but. You just I mean, got to assume. Yeah. One person said the first message. I said, what was it? They said, hey, dot, dot. 
know who the friends are, man. <laughs> the dot dot maybe could be a giveaway. Is dot dot like period period? <laughs> <laughs> period end. Period end. <laughs> it's a chill oh like, no, no, I'm not like interested. Like <laughs> I'm doing this because I need to. Like it's not a one. Um, someone said never was. They were though. Ooh. Yeah. She was never in the friend she zone. switched it up. Mm. I mean. Played that Uno reverse. Yeah. I, period. <laughs> i fuck with that. How, do you know how I knew I was in the friend zone? Go. Okay. What was it? Oh, I've had a few times that have been like that, actually. Mm. Yeah, I've actually had a few friend zone moments. This is really embarrassing. Um, once was he kept calling me buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Who wants to be called buddy? Oh my god, one of my close mates is called Buddy. I'm sorry if you're listening. There's, I love you. There's Champ. And then there's Champ. Buddy. I do that to guys. Hey Champ, how you doing? That's fucking terrible. No, he literally he called me Buddy and I was like, oh. And then, and then I think there was another time when, um, oh, what was it? There was this one time I had the opposite. Oh no. Where I didn't know that they were into me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it just hit so hard. And I yeah. just, it was just like a fuck. Like that was the moment. It was, I remember me and this guy were really tight for a long time. Oh and God. we were like, you know, we'd talk like all the time, like late into the night. I just don't even know why like he was into me. I just didn't get it. No, but like, <laughs> friends that i do I know, that with right me too, me too. so I'm it's joking. like so but like maybe at that stage like you know not a lot of people did that like mm. i don't know whatever i i don't know but i don't make the rules i don't i don't, I don't make the rules man <laughs> but like so this went on for a little while and it came to my came to my birthday it still like brings back the earth mm. um and i remember <laughs> i remember like receiving a delivery oh my god oh my god and i was like what the fuck and it like they left they the doorbell rang they left the, the thing there mm. and i went to like see what it was it was a bouquet of roses and i was like i was like oh who the fuck is this from and i was like this is me from roses like, what the fuck and then i it was really sweet it was really nice but like there was no name <laughs> So I was like, I was so like, you're actually, like, I don't know who this is. I don't from. know who it was, <laughs> but it was for my birthday. Set a card, and I was like, okay, random. Mm. Um, and then I go to my birthday, and like, obviously, the guy's there, and like, you know, he, we're in a group, and we're hanging out, we're having fun, whatever. And he's like, did you like the flowers? And I was like, not <laughs> 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 the eyes. Oh, I was like, yeah, they're really cute. You didn't say they were cute. No, you would have friendzoned him, broke his heart then and there. I I couldn't. I had to take a couple of days to process it. Oh my God, no. And I I ended up on a call with him. Oh God. Like a couple of days later. Yeah. And I just had to, I had to say it. I had to say it. (laughs) I'm not into you, bro. (laughs) And it was like, it was just such a fucking difficult conversation because I was like, he was so lovely. So, so nice. It's hard. And I like, I said it and I thought we were all cool. And I was like, oh my God, that went so good. That like went so well. <laughs> he literally just did not talk to me like ever again. 
Shit. But you know, I feel like it's a very common thing, surprisingly. Like, I think that it can be a little bit frustrating because in your mind, you genuinely think that you're just being friendly with somebody. Mm. And then sometimes a guy can misinterpret that and think that you're actually trying to see them. And then they get upset and they literally just never talk to you again. And I'm like, look, I get it. It it probably is hard if you like me and you can't be friends with me anymore. Mm. But it's also like... What did I actually do to, to, to lead? Did I lead you on or is this just all on you? Like, I don't know. It's it's a very weird situation. I hate being in those situations. I'd, I'd just rather be like straight up yeah. in those situations. Like 100%. even if it's going to be like hurt someone's feelings, I'd rather mm. just 100% just put it out there. And you know, it's sweet for him to get you the roses. I think it's... It was really nice. Yeah. It was really nice. It's, but, a minimum, minimum, it's a bare minimum, some would say. <laughs> anyway... Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. We're going to wrap that up. <laughs> it was a long one. After a long episode. <laughs> but we love it was you. fun. It was fun. Sorry. I'm like, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we do love you. We love you. Okay. Um, I will talk to you Soon. later. All right. Bye.